you know, U of age. Now we're um, live. <laughs> oh, now we're live. Ah, uh, yeah. Welcome to Sports with Balls. I'm <laughs> Jeff Michael here on a funky Friday, uh, joined by a good friend of mine, Raj. What's up, the Brown Hornet? The Brown Hornet! Y'all remember that cartoon? <laughs> I'm telling you, he was a superhero on the what? Fat Albert. Is this real? This on is real. Fat Albert? Google it. He was the cartoon show that they were watching on Fat Albert. Oh, my God. Brown Hornet. I- I'm I'm googling this for Wait sure. till you see the picture. I got a t-shirt with that dude's thing on it. The brown what? hornet? I've never heard of that, but I, I I'm digging it. I like it. Uh yeah, welcome it, to Sports It works. Balls. It works. No, it's all good, man. Uh look, on this Friday, we're going to get right to some stuff. Uh by the way, it's a uh, National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day. Did you have any chocolate chip cookies today? I did not have any. Ch- I didn't even know. There's a day for everything apparently nowadays. Oh dude. Uh International Beer Day. Did you? Are you going to have a beer today? I, I'm. I'm not. I was never a big beer person. I think that might have been my problem. I would have been a lot better if I just stuck to beer. <laughs> right. Uh, I'll have yeah. seven Tito's and uh, two yeah. shots of fireball. The claw. That's the problem. <laughs> That's what your name should be. The claw. Yeah. yeah the claw. Yeah. The compli- uh, you know, you got you got what's his name from uh, Jersey Shore. The what is it? The situation. I'm like the complication when there's too many. Too many. <laughs> the complication. Uh, today's show brought to you by Christian's Tailgate. We're here in Houston, Texas. If you are Houston, Texas, if you are in Houston, go to one of their five locations. Man, Christian's Tailgate, the food, the drinks are phenomenal. They've also got uh, the white linen party this weekend. What I think all of Houston knows about that over in the Heights. So stop by Christian's Tailgate this weekend. And one of their big events is the first subject I want to bring up here with my buddy Raj, the Brown Hornet. This fight tomorrow. Look, I don't know why it's not garnering a little bit more attention on some of them. Well, I, look, I know why ESPN is not going to put it out there and stuff like that. But, yeah. dude, I'm actually looking forward to Jake Paul and Nate Diaz fighting tomorrow night. Is this the first legitimate shot that Jake Paul could get knocked out? Look, I'm I'm not one of the biggest MMA boxing guys out there. I'm more basketball, football, kind of yeah. that sort of stuff. but. But this See, isn't really you no, don't have to know much to know to, to have a comment about I'm just this. gonna I'm just gonna say two words. Nate Diaz. That's yeah, it. This, dude, this dude is a this dude is a brawler, a scrapper. I mean, he will go with his mom. Like, yeah. hey, I brought I wrote my name on that milk. Why are you why are you <laughs> drinking my milk? Like he's that kind of guy. And I, I know Jake Paul has, you know, I guess proven himself a little bit. I mean, better than I guess what people thought. But at the end of the day, I don't know if this this guy may have chewed off a little more than he can handle. Yeah, look, I'm glad he stepped up, right? So for his last like few fights, it's these no-name guys, these washed-up individuals. And look, his brother Logan was the guy that fought Mayweather, not Jake, right? So we people, people get these things mixed up. And his brother Logan now is doing a bunch of stuff in the WWE world, right? The world wrestling. Right. Like, he's got two matches. He's got two matches in WrestleMania. This, this tomorrow night, I believe, is WrestleMania as well. Yeah. And this dude is getting on a flight. This is what I read right after. Not changing, not showering, not nothing. Going to Dion. Going to yeah, going to Dion. Boarding a pli- private jet and going to watch his brother fight uh, Nate Diaz. Man, I are you going to watch this? I'll tell you what. Like I said, I'm a casual fan of, of boxing and and, and and there's some diehard folks so yeah and, and i'll definitely tune in you know just for that alone um you know at the end of the day 
there's other stuff on. I'm more like Astros and Yankees. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know I'm, I'm missing some pure purists out there off, but at the end of the day, I think this is going to be just a no, very look, quick... I think this fight pisses purists off, right? Like, I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, I, um... you know what? I think this fight pisses Nate Diaz off. And that's the last thing Jake Paul needs because that dude angry. He looks angry all the time. Even when he's happy, like, Hey, happy birthday. Yeah. F dude, you bro. Yeah. <laughs> If Nate Diaz demolishes Jake Paul, is that the end of boxing finally for the Paul brothers? You know what? The way this world works right now, you got a you got a camera, a video, Instagram, this, that. I don't think this is the end. It'll be like, oh, well, I was supposed to lose anyway. So let me go ahead and instigate some other stuff over here. You know, look, for all the slack that those guys get. These they're incredible at marketing, and I don't know which one it is, Logan or Jake, that opened up that prime that prime drink. Is one of the owners of that? I think, I think oh. it's a, I think it's Logan, but but you know, here's a, that's that's the thing. That's what this is. It's almost oh. like it's almost like a more violent version of WWE, right? Um, you know, WWE they're 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 wrestling, but it's choreographed. We all know there's you know good guys, bad guys, but it's entertaining. I mean, I loved I loved The Rock and Stone Cold and, you know, all the Jimmy yeah. Superfly Snooker back in the day flying off. the. Th I mean, it's but it's entertainment. This I, I'm not exactly sure, you know, where where this is going to fall in the pantheon. There's I mean, no way Nate Diaz is looking at this as entertainment. He's trying no, no. I guarantee he's trying to knock this dude's block off. He, he literally is looking to hurt this guy because yeah, I think he's looking to hurt anybody that gets in the in the deal with him. Yeah, he can't. Yeah. He's like Tyson. He's not he can't just hold back. This kid's a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, he's a street. I am going to go to Christian's tailgate tomorrow night and watch this fight. I'm ex I'm actually excited about it, and I think the reason I'm excited about it is to, I'm excited to watch Nate Diaz <laughs> lay this no, kid out. Hey, no doubt, and I'll tell you what, that's a great place to watch it from. We've watched so many uh, Astros playoff games, World Series. Burgers are legit. Cheat day, always yeah. a cheat day. All right, uh, well, since you brought it up, let's get into the Astros. They acquired Justin Verlander yesterday. I believe he's scheduled to start tomorrow night. If not tomorrow, he'll start Sunday. Yeah. We'll see, we'll see how that all plays out. I wonder if he even left New York, right, because he was in New York. Yeah. I don't think he flew to Houston yet. I mean, I mean, you know, he's got he's got, uh, he's got got all that money from, from Steve Cohn. And, I mean, at the end of the day, place in New York, place in Houston, Playing back at home for the Astros doesn't get better. Where does this land them in the AL? Are the Rangers still better than the Astros? They're up a game and a half as we sit here today because Rangers won, Astros lost yesterday. Uh, yeah. But with the acquisition of Verlander, and then you've got the Rangers who picked up Montgomery and they picked up Scherzer. Is this going to be the one-two punch in the AL? I mean, to me, it is the one-two punch. And, you know, kudos to the Rangers for – making it this far because I'm waiting for their wheels to fall off at some point yeah. in time. Um, but, you know, it's like a watch off a of Harwin. You know, I'm waiting for this thing to fall apart, and it's not. And now they just went and got – and I know Scherzer got hammered early on, but he's going to settle in. They got Montgomery. Um, their bats are dangerous. But here's the thing. I think just getting Justin back, we are already – let me look at how the news of him coming – Got Fromber fired up, and the guy goes throws a no hitter. By so the now way, Dan Green just chimed in. He said the Brown Hornet. I love that bloke. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Dan Green. Welcome to the show, hey, Dan. Danny. Good night, Mike. Austin How Bauer. you doing down there? <laughs> in the down under. Now he's in, in the down. 
Congratulations, Dan, on all the stuff you're doing, by the way. In LA. Yeah, man. Killing it. Kudos to you, brother. Love it. We'll, we'll get show. Dan on the show. Uh, we'll get Dan, but he's been on numerous times, so he's a friend of the show. We'll have Dan back on, uh, but on soon. Real quick, back to what you were saying. Yeah. Here's here's the keys to success for the Astros. I think, I mean, not just for me. I think a lot of fans know this. You've got Fromber, JV, Javier, um, uh, JP France. This kid is playing lights out, Good. and Hunter Brown and Orkidi's coming back. So you got that lineup. Plus, now you added Graverman. You got length to the bullpen. And here's the best part. The consistency of the bats is starting to come around. And when that happens, that lineup one through eight, I mean, no disrespect to Maldi, but, you know, Maldi, if you hit something, we're all like, oh, okay, cool. It's a but bonus. It's a, bo it's a <laughs> bonus. <laughs> I mean, last night he came through. Yeah. It's a loss, though. But look, here's my issue with, with Astro Fan is when they're jumping down Dusty Baker's throat and when they're just complaining and complaining, just like they did last year before the Astros won the World Series, here's the thing that, that guys fail to – or they, they just don't remember this, is that last year – well, this is Dusty Baker's fault right here. Last year, he could plug and play anybody. All the right. bats were hitting. It didn't right. matter where these guys were hitting in the lineup. They were jamming. It One through eight was on fire last year. Yep. The problem is this year, there's two or three guys that are in this lineup that just aren't hitting. You can't do it the same way. You need to protect Pena right now, put him before Jordan, something like that, and, and, and he's not doing that. And he's putting these guys at the end, and, man, Pena looks terrible at this moment. No, I think – I mean, that's a, that's the problem. He, he looks lost up there, and I think to a degree he is trying to protect him because he has him hitting second. So you've got Altuve, and then you've got Tucker or Bregman behind him. I, I agree with you. If you put him down a little bit further where yeah. you got Jordan behind him, because you know, if you put him between Tucker and Jordan, this kid's going to get something that he can yeah. hit. And, yeah. you know, um, at the end of the day, Dusty is going to have to kind of manage a little bit better. I know he does it I on agree. feeling, um, but here's the problem with, with that. It's like, you got to take the good and you got to take the bad. And unfortunately there's some times where it's like, you know, last year, if you would have pulled JV out in that first game and the fifth inning, it's a totally different game one World Series. But, hey, you know, we showed them what we were capable of through a combined no-hitter. The bats were going off. Jordan walked up there, um, you know, and just crushed one. He looked like he looked like um, Serrano holding his bat and going, if you don't give me a home run now, and that thing hit dead center field. Yeah, I mean, look, I'm, I'm excited to see the Astros and Rangers go at it, and we'll see how it all plays out because we've got nothing else Rack to do here and watch. Uh, Astros sit in second place right now, a game and a half behind the Texas Rangers. All right, let's get to some other news real quick. The college football landscape changing once again, and I'll be honest with you, it, this is annoying. This is flat. The old college football that we used to know is gone. And for those of y'all that don't know, there's teams flying over everywhere. I'm not going to sit here and break it all down, but the Pac-12 looks like it's just losing everything. And it's because they didn't have a TV deal set in place, so they're not having that TV money to get to these teams. And these other teams are flying off to Big 12, Big 10, whatever. But the, all this movement to the casual fan is obnoxious. And then you add on the NIL deals. Yeah, the, the college football that we knew with these big conferences, who cares anymore? It's about the rankings. Are you one through 10? Right. Yeah. Like, that's it. I mean, at the end of the day that you just hit the nail on the head, the NIL is, and I agree. Hey, listen, some of these kids, you know, their likeness, their images, 
are garnering lots of money for other people. So they should share a little piece of the pie as well. The problem here is now you, the toothpaste is out of the tube, right? You have a school that can afford and have alumni that have unlimited funds and resources. And ultimately kids are going to go to those schools. Um, you know, you've got great talent and a school that really needs somebody to put them on the map and they're not going to show up there. And then this whole Pac-12 thing. I mean, listen, U of H got very fortunate and they, you know, they were able to get into the Big 12. I think they should have been in years yeah. before, um, but it takes winning. And that's what happened. Our basketball program put us on the map again uh, nationally. And I think things are aligning great there. But now you have a complete implosion. Oregon just left today. Washington left today. The two biggest guys left six months ago in UCLA and USC. So I don't know what's going to happen here. Dion, you know, he's coming to the Big 12. So that's going to be entertainment. Hey, but Colorado wouldn't be there without Dion. Let's just be honest. We wouldn't even be talking about it. Like, there's no way. Yeah. I didn't even I didn't even know they still had a program. <laughs> there you go. I was uh, like, what? The Deion Sanders effect, but yeah, the college football landscape, and let's let's not BS this man. It's going to get worse. There's going to be te teams and schools flying oh, yeah. all over the place. The problem I have is the travel that these guys are going to have to go through. Washington's not playing Washington State anymore. Oregon's not playing Oregon yeah. State anymore. And if they they want to play these Iowa teams, Iowa State, like they're going to travel. You're going to travel across the country, and that's that's going to be another nightmare issue logistically for these yeah. kids. Um, you know, education if that's even a priority out yeah. there anymore. Um, out the window in the 70s yeah uh, exactly arizona state have just applied yeah. for formal membership to the big 12 so there you go i was i was about to tell you you know arizona's coming to the big 12 too and that could be great for basketball I keep up raj i can't i mean <laughs> i don't know i don't know who's where the only conference that we know where people are is the sec <laughs> 100 they're never leaving and they're never letting you in that's, that's it that's how they operate big they're down 12. in the Pack six now. Uh, I'm, the, <laughs> I'm telling you, down in the south, it operates like the seats taken. Yeah, okay? there you go. Yeah, exactly. Bam. Oh man. So yeah. we'll try to keep you informed. Go to Sports with Balls on all your social media outlets. Sitting here with my buddy Rise, the Brown Hornet, going over the just some current hot topics here on Sports with Balls. And there's a couple of other things that I'd like to get to as well. Fantasy football we'll get to in a minute, but of course I want to talk about your Dallas freaking Cowboys. And uh, look, I'll just ask you: is, is it your year? It's always our year, baby. <laughs> there it is. There's and there it is. Now, wow. as a real listen, as a real fan, not just like the Homer type fan, I've been frustrated for a long time. You know, I know I get a lot of shit from all my buddies here in Houston and around the country and whatnot. But you let us win one, and you know, you guys know, like, oh, oh no, we're never going to hear the end of this. But I'm actually going to be good about it because I've been wanting one, and I'll just keep quiet and be happy. Um, but you at the end Dak of the day, can get you, one? you think Dak can get you one? I, I did not say that. Okay. I, I just said I, <laughs> okay, I did not. Okay. I, listen, I, I like what they're doing with the defense. I've liked yeah. it since we got okay. Dan. Um, I don't, you know, here's, here's the big problem to me. And everybody knows the big problem is Jerry and Jerry has to have the mic and Jerry has to put his stamp on it rather than just sitting in the box like he did at the very beginning with Jimmy. But then when we started winning, he's down on the field slapping people on the ass and, you know, hanging out. Uh, the problem is you put the wrong people in place. I mean, you should have got rid of Garrett so long ago. We miss guys like McVeigh, um, you know, young talent 
coaches Great that were out there. Yeah, Zach uh, Jones in, in Cincinnati. We missed, missed the Andy Reid tree. The entire Andy Reid tree. <laughs> I mean, we missed every – Mike McCarthy was sitting in a barn for a yeah. year writing, writing up plays. I'm like, wait, he's obviously a crazy person. Like, what are you doing putting this guy in – and then we had Kellen. That was terrible. I don't know who drew up that one play two years ago with, with uh, Dak where he ends up running. I'm like, he's wide open. Throw it in the middle. Last what year we the stopped. last play last year was yeah, we got stopped. lit up. Like, I mean, well, I don't even know what, what what the point of that was. But, I mean, <laughs> I thought they were playing – it was play, with flag football flag out football, there. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but here's the thing. We got tremendous talent. We added Gilmore. Um, we've – you know, the back – End of the defense is now the pretty tight. of the Cowboys is going to be what really carries them. It's going to hide a lot of Dak's flaws. I'll tell and, you that. And, and that's really what it should have been these last two years because that's what he was building for was ball control and defense. And at the end of the day, you're making these bonehead plays. And, and here's my biggest problem right now is, I, look, I like Tony Pollard. He's amazing. He's, he's very shifty. Um, but the big problem is who's behind him then? What happens yeah. if he gets hurt? And there's a bunch of guys out there. Running back apparently has gone the way of the Pac-12. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm only going to say one thing on that is the person who touches the ball second most to the quarterback is generally the running back out there. And they're not paying these guys. I mean, they're like basically your shelf life went from 10 years to five years. And you're lucky if you get any money. Dalvin Cook's out there. I mean, there's there's guys that should be playing on some teams. Yeah, the second the second contract for running backs has really depreciated. Unfortunately, your rookie contract is basically your big money when it comes to running backs because uh, you're not sure. going to get a lot after that. I think Zeke ruined that for a lot of people. There's a few running backs that actually did some disservice yeah. for the current running backs right now. But look, the Cowboys' defense I think is absolutely phenomenal. They are going to win you some games for sure. Uh, I mean, we were we were a top three defense the last two years. The problem is we're not we're not subscribing to defense wins championships we're trying we're trying half measures you know it's like i need gallup to show up i need you know uh cd to to you know really open this thing up this year and hopefully pollard but it just comes down to dak yeah it's Dak. It's 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 a back to Dak. Dak, and that is look if, if they don't or even if they miss if they make it to the playoffs and, and one and done again do you trade up and draft a? Uh, Why you gotta talk like that? See one and done. Because we all know that's gonna happen. Look, they may make the the, the odds are they're gonna make the playoffs. They got a good. Team. I had a dog. You want to kick him? <laughs> but like, do you draft a quarterback? You do you draft I mean, a quarterback next year with the look, draft class that's coming out? Do you trade up if you're the Dallas Cowboys and finally say, okay, uh, we gotta we've we've got to get a. Good I think game. I think you've got to take a serious hard look, and that's gotta that's gotta be on the table. Like, hey, bud. You know, this has been this has been something, but <laughs> it's a good run. Yeah, uh, but yeah. we, we don't want to do the Tony Romo thing again because he's falling right into that category, man. Lots yeah, of I great mean, numbers. Yeah, no, that's our, that's our thing. That's why I said. I mean, the stats are there for both sides. You know, the defense, the offense, all these years, the stats have been there. The one thing that wasn't there, and that's what separates the championship teams, is that five percent. You know, Mike Mike would might have done all that cocaine in Dallas, but he showed up on that damn field. Yeah. I mean, you know, Troy put the ball. He couldn't he he couldn't throw the ball. You know, eighty yards on a rope, 
but he was accurate and he, he yeah. you know, and he had Emmett and he had a line. So, you know, at the end of the day, I think these boys need to sit down with themselves and say, hey, look, man, we need that 5% to get us over. That means focusing every game. 60 we'll minutes, these dudes show up for a quarter. I'm like, what, what's happening here? Yeah, so uh, speaking of the Dallas Cowboys, <clears throat> you and I play in the same fantasy football league this year. Uh, I'm back in the one league that the I'm legend, at. the legend returns. The legend returns. Will you draft? Okay, will you draft any Cowboys if they come available? As just as, because you're like Tony Pollard. If Tony Pollard's there, are you going to get Tony Pollard? Um, it just depends on where, where we are in the draft. I mean, I'm not one of those guys that goes and gets like a cowboy because yeah, I'm a, like, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a, I'm a diehard <laughs> fan. <Andy. laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's, like, but, it's a buddy of ours and all he does is draft Denver Broncos. <laughs> if they're there, he's drafting a Denver Broncos. Yeah, no, listen, at the end of the day, you know, uh, I, I keep an eye on, on his deal. I go, oh, all right. So at McCaffrey, Ed, Ed McCaffrey's available. He's going to yeah. take him. <laughs> yeah. um, okay, so but, speaking of McCaffrey, if, if Christian McCaffrey, if you get number one, I, I don't, I haven't really done any mock drafts yet, but do you have a number one pick that you think like already? I, I realize it's about two and a half, three weeks away, but is there a number one pick that you think that you would go? I would assume right now would Christian McCaffrey's way up there. Or Justin Jefferson. Yeah. You know, here's the thing. Look at, look at what's happened to the running back position. Look at, the top 10 guys that are there, right? You're going to have, and there's always a couple, like two quarterbacks, you know, like a Mahomes or, you know, something like that. But Justin Jefferson's a guy, excuse Nick me, Chubb. Nick Chubb, um, but McCaffrey, you'd have to look at running back because there's not a whole lot of them, right? So I would think a lot of people are going to go after those top tier running backs. And I think there's only 10 of them. Well, there's, you know? well, the top tier ones being what Derek Henry, Nick Chubb, Christian McCaffrey, right? Yeah. I mean, if I'm leaving a couple of matters. Yeah. I mean, I'm just those are first rounders, is what I'm is what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, right? I had I had Chubb um, two years in a row, and he was he was tremendous for me. Um, you know, I, I think you got guys that can get you points, but the the problem is you want somebody who's going to put down you know 20 points a week for you from that position. Yep. You know, somehow, some way. Well, McCaffrey, I mean, he can do that. There's a, there's a lot. It'll be interesting. And uh, as soon as look, we'll, we'll bring Raj on the Brown Hornet uh, once again, right before we get to our fantasy football draft, but look, which Raj, is live, know, which is live from the golden nugget. Oh, that's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> hey, what, you know, that's interesting. You that's should, so we should do a live draft and air it because this is probably okay. going to be some, some international incident down in Louisiana. Well, I get back from, I have a live draft in Vegas that weekend prior to that. I don't get back till Sunday evening. Right. So I'm going to, I'm going to be recovering up until the, when we leave. So, so what you're saying is you're just going on a bender. <laughs> Probably man. That's going to be a, <laughs> that's going to be a rough week. And my son starts school that Monday. Like, Oh man, brutal week for me. Uh, but look, before I get you out of here, the, uh jackpot tonight the millions i guess the lottery is up to 1.35 billion do you play and are you going to, uh, are you going to buy a ticket and if you win first purchase um yes i play uh usually when it's to these levels sometimes i like to sometimes what i like to do is a diversion while everybody's over there i'll go back to texas lotto just a plain old Texas lotto. I'm happy with $3 million. I promise I'll use it right this time. Yeah. Um, 
So at the end of the day, I, I play. Um, I actually thought I had a really good chance. I felt good about my numbers. Oh, two, two, two pulls to go. Um, you know, when you when you feel like you're hearing the numbers wrong or you're looking at them wrong, you're like, hey, I think, ah, yeah, I'm going to play. I got What's your to. First purchase? What's your first purchase? Um, a new house. Let's be, no. let's, there you go. let's be responsible. And, and look, you're, you're, a, you're a realtor, so uh, there you go. Like you could, help, my, help me help <laughs> myself. There you go. If you're looking for a house, call the Brown Hornet. Raj, appreciate you joining sports. With Man, all thanks today. for having me on. This was a lot of fun. It's been yeah, a while. I mean, we'll get you back on uh, maybe next week. Uh, we'll see. Uh, of course, as, as it gets closer to fantasy football and the Cowboys and football season, we'll get you back on, Raj. Appreciate it. The Brown Hornet. Man, thanks for having me. Guys. See y'all later. Y'all stay safe.